0: Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. All right, welcome everyone. We've got a very special podcast. As always, the man, the myth, Matt Waxman. He's rocking Michigan today, number 116. He's here, so he's a longtime friend. One of my my best friends, not just in poker, in life. And uh, it's a treat, man. Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Jeff.
1: Thanks for having me here today.
0: Uh, hey, and I, I see you wearing the Michigan. I love that. That was from. That's actually from Michigan. That was Ann Arbor, Michigan. You bought that shirt. I remember It's a, at a birthday. What, what was that? Like six, seven years ago? Maybe 2013, 14. That's it's Michigan been a while.
1: was playing Notre Dame. They were both very highly ranked teams. We're at the big house, um, and then by the end of the season, they were both just dust. But it was fun, man. It was, it was a, good a fun time. I'm First time in Ann Arbor, I went out there for your birthday. And then I woke up this morning and this shirt's in the rotation. I just said, it's right on top of the pile. I said, oh, oh, baby, it's meant to be. I got to wear this for the JG pod.
0: Yeah, that was an easy, easy choice. Very nice. Very well played. So, all right, let's dive into it. We got a lot to talk about. You have, uh, I don't even know where to start. We could we could go through your illustrious career. You're a very humble guy. I know that's not what you want to talk about, but I do. I do want to run through some of the some of the joyous and the memories. And we were actually together sometimes for you know, or, or, you know we, were, we were in Vegas living together. Some of the live success. I remember when you won a World Series bracelet. Uh, some of the big stacks, uh, big tournaments you've won online. And, and sort of the journey, which I always enjoy to, to kind of run back down memory lane. Uh, so I do want to spend some time on that. Also, Poker Rhythm, which is front and center. That's a project I know you've been passionate about working on for for years and now it's basically come to uh to light. It's happening. There's there's stuff, you know, you're, you're on Twitch, you're on YouTube, you are the game is ready to be played. And I definitely want to 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 talk and show that. So maybe I, I don't even know. I almost wanna I'd rather start with poker them actually before we Let's go around do your career. Let's just make sure we get get that and then people can kind of hop in and ask questions. There's also there is also a uh here, let me just kind of show people what we're talking about. So yeah, first of all, go ahead. And I'm going to actually, actually very quickly to show over 4 million lifetime earnings. Let's just say we, we started 2008 was your first live poker. When did we meet? Was it 2009 or even before this? It was right around this, wasn't we it? We met
1: before 2009 because I remember I won my F-tops in 2009 and we were already, we were celebrating for that. Mm-hmm. So we probably met in like 2008, I would say, okay. uh, in Florida. I met you at the at an aisle tournament, right? Yep.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I just wasn't sure what year. Maybe it was like, I think it must have been around eight. So, um, all right, well, this everyone can get a quick tease. We're just going to kind of scroll through. You see a lot of six-figure scores, just a casual 720 in Paris. WPT champion, no big deal. WSOP, no big deal. WPT, uh, the, the tournament of champions. Does that count as a WPT title or is it not officially because it's like a special event?
1: Yeah, I mean, I count it as a half. You okay. know, there's only 80 players, but it was a 15K and the competition was pretty tough. Okay. Uh, so every, whenever someone says two WPTs, I say, I got to correct them. I say, no, nah, that's an invite only thing. It doesn't yeah. count.
0: I think I might've blown that up in the, in the, the, promotion it's all right. the show, don't sweat it. It was technically, yeah, it is a title. So don't it was an good. honest, honest mistake. All right. So we'll, 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 uh, we'll go through that. We'll talk you know, you got Twitter, Instagram guys, go ahead, give them a follow please. And, uh, now let's get to the good stuff. Poker rhythm which is here i'm not going to play anything on i'm gonna let you talk about it very very nice i love the i do love the logo and the name how the r kind of you know got kind of it just rhythmically plays and the poker and rhythm and it just it's all very cool so so we're gonna we're gonna let you talk about that and then go to the website here and also just kind of talk about the teams and what's involved and then i'm just gonna let you go ahead and and do your thing because i like to talk so i'm gonna shut up you tell me what poker rhythm is you're
1: a great talker. I mean, I, I got to hand it to you. You're you're very very good at the comms. Uh,
0: Run it. Give me the deal on poker rhythm.
1: All right, poker rhythm. This is my baby. This is my my dream. This is everything. This is I've been working my butt off on this thing. I didn't even play the tournament in Florida. I mean, COVID stuff too. But like, I didn't even play this. I haven't been playing poker because I've just been diving into content creation and the business of poker, so to speak. Uh, but this business is a little bit different because it's it's made by poker players, right? Um, and like all the people that competed in in this league, well, let me just explain what it is. It's a poker league, a professional poker league, uh, that you can watch, but it's also a game that you can play. Uh, the game is in our beta. Um, and basically the, the premise behind all this is a professional poker league where we pay pros money to compete as poker players, rather than them gambling their own money. And we give them incentives based on performance, just like regular sports. Um, so uh, the idea is that it's radically inclusive—a little concept principle that you might be familiar with—and the idea is that anyone who wants to play in this professional league can go onto our platform when it's open. Right now, we're in the beta testing. You can play, but we're not like really—we're not really like blowing it up, so to speak. But if you want to play in this league with guys like Andrew Lichtenberger here, or, or even like Kane Callis, um, and like a lot of these big name pros. Uh, Joe cat is in there too. A Michigan guy. I know you love Michigan. Um, you can play on our site and you get a ranking. So basically, um, it's called poker rhythm. Not, not only because it's a play on rhythm, but because there's an algorithm in our software that ranks players. So you're playing for free. You're not putting up any money and you're playing for a ranking on this site. And the idea is the top ranked players on the site get drafted into the next season of the league where they get paid professional contracts. And all this stems from an idea of me when I was when I was growing up in poker, like playing poker. I'm like 18 years old, 21 years old. I didn't have a bankroll to just go play like the WPT main events at that time. You know, I didn't have people staking me. Uh, I had to grind, grind it out. I had to play micro stakes and work my butt off and just start winning in poker. But I always thought I was the best. And I've always loved video games where you can kind of play and compete to like get a ranking and and show you're the best. So I just thought like, okay, well, this is what I have to do for poker. I have to make poker into a video game, so to speak. I want you to be able to play online. You go onto a website, you got to use a computer. You don't need to download anything. You don't need to give any credit cards. You just need to make an email address so you can log into your account. And we're going to store your ranking for you. And after every single match, you're going to get all these really cool statistics about how you played, how aggressive you were, how good the value was of the bets that you made. And you're basically going to show how your ranking changed. Uh, And you'll have like a percentage compared to every other player on our site. And you'll be able to see yourself moving up the ranks as you keep playing more. Finding your rhythm, so to speak. But uh, I'm
0: going to interrupt you for a second here because we, we're playing over on, again, guys on YouTube. You can give him a follow. There's Twitch as well, Rhythm. And there's Ronnie Barta. Congrats to him who just chopped at the uh, Seminole Hard Rock. That that WPT is such a good sign for poker. It got the third largest field ever, almost 1,600 entries. They guaranteed a million. It got, you know, whatever. What's that? 1,600 times 3,500. A lot. It got a lot of money in the prize pool. And Ronnie just chopped up, I believe, for like 545K, three-handed. Uh, 560. Five sixty. Um I, I think it was five forty five, but I'll uh I'll uh I'll I'll bet you on that, but no worries. Um
1: you wanna bet? Let's let's I owe you a pickoff. You got you've got me pretty good in the past.
0: You wanna pick me off? All right, I'm gonna go to W I'm gonna look at it, but go How ahead. How much are we bet in?
1: I wanna bet he he won over five sixty.
0: Okay. I, I uh let's bet let's bet dinner. A nice dinner though. This isn't like uh some you know behind right. uh, like hundred max, hundred min, hundred max dinner. 200 max dinner 200 dollars. max dinner you're on yeah and you get a date if you can find the date you get uh you'll get you get if we can do a double date all right i gotta find it where is it i they got a date I'll, I'll bring my girl all right there we go uh Ooh, we got miami
1: dinner on jeff let's right, go is, uh
0: when i get back i'm gonna give you i'm gonna be take you're gonna be taking me somewhere nice there's a bunch of stuff i think they it's on here right this is where they facilitated so this guy won. I did know that. I remember seeing the chop yesterday. And I remember I looked if Ronnie won. Look at that. 546.
1: Okay. You might want to keep looking, Jeff, because there might have been a correction.
0: <laughs> well, that's dirty if that's the case. I told you I was picking you off. What they, did they put a correction tweet? Oh, that's disgusting. I literally I saw this. Wait, I don't even know. I mean, that's like that's kind of dirty, man. Uh, I said
1: I was picking you off, and you were so eager to take my money, Jeff.
0: I wasn't eager at all. I just not, like, a hey, fine. Fine. not a great way to start the pod. Not a
1: great way to start the pod. You got me no, good with that.
0: Is this is this live? I don't know if this is live or we not. We could
1: ask Ronnie. We could ask him. He was just he was just staying at my house. So we well, happy week.
0: for him. If Ronnie got an extra twenty six K or whatever, that's uh That's pretty nice. So, all right, Uh, we're getting, we're getting distracted. Uh, Nice. Congrats to Ronnie, who was just, you know, happened to be there. Look at this poker rhythm player. He's scooping his, you know, half a million dollar scores. Uh, Let's get back and let this kind of roll. But I want to, I want to explain and just kind of go into more detail. Why for me personally, I believe this is why this is pretty cool. So so like these different tables, you're basically uh, setting up hands and seeing how different players and I've watched some of it and I understand the concept, but you're, you're basically taking Uh, different teams, different situations, and then seeing how people would play. And it's interesting because, you know, I think a lot of people in poker are looking for ways to get better or they, you know, they just think, oh, I I busted ace, king, ace, queen at the end of a tournament and they go home and they tell their significant other or their friends like, hey, you know, there it is again. Okay, i get an ace, king, ace, queen for 12% and I'm whatever. But like, oh, well, what happened on the hand where it was small blind, big blind, and you folded seven, five. And this player here is is limping or check raising or, you know, whatever. So, or 3 xing and, and, and this, I think at its core is one of the ways it's almost like a, an advanced trainer. And it's kind of fun to see with parameters the same, you know, like you said, how you can uh, see how different people do uh, do with that. And then maybe you could play a bit more on, on what that is and how that works. exactly. And
1: poker is just like super intimidating for people that are just first starting out. Like I, I started gambling on poker when I was in high school, uh, like 17, 18 years old. And I remember losing a couple of bucks was just like nerve wracking for me. Um, so like, this is a great way that to bring more people into poker, they're not going to be intimidated by it because you know, you're just playing for a ranking. Right. And then you could always just reset your ranking and try again. Um, but you're not losing your money. And you're also seeing like some key metrics like, Oh, how aggressive of a player am I? Uh, how good is the value that I'm getting when I'm betting these hands? Um, so those are like the two main metrics that we use for, for ranking people, but we also use, um, we also we we our format's a little bit different because you always play sixteen hands. You don't get busted. Um, you just play sixteen hands, and that's a whole game. So if you want to only play like for ten minutes, then you just play one game. If you want to play for a couple hours, you could just keep registering more and more and more games and and seeing your ranking change. So, um, but there's no big time commitment, right? Yeah.
0: So let me just understand, like when the actual game, because here it's set, the players are there, you play the 16 hands, it's pretty straightforward. Now, if you go on right now, if we wanted to play a game, I know you have a Discord, if maybe, I think Ghost of M's in the chat, he could drop the link to your Discord, and that's where kind of people are talking and scheduling games. How many people do you need to start a game, four? You need four. So yeah. as long as four people are on the site, could you play multiple games or no? If you're on the site, can you do that? Or in the, in
1: the- uh, no, you can't. You can only play one now, game but- at a time, so but you're they're, not- they're fast-paced yeah. games.
0: Okay, and then, so you're, you're basically counting that the other players would uh, the, the four need to finish those sixteen hands. That's a game. Like if someone leaves or gets disconnected, you would need to. They blind find out. out. They blind out. But you would need to finish that. That. That's how it is. And then, so, so, are they constantly? Are the are the games set? So, like, if I go on there right now and I want to play a game, uh, do I? Will I get to see how I do against the population in that particular scenario? Or, like, or is it just always different? If four people come on right now and four come in four hours, are they going to play the same setup of cards or is it always so, different?
1: That's a, you know, that's a really good question because um, if you watch our show over on YouTube, yeah. subscribes, please. like, We love it. Um, we're just starting out so we can use all the support. Um, but if you watch that show on YouTube, you're going to see that scoreboard and you're going to see the exact same hand. So right now you see Chris Brand. Uh, he has the ace jack. And you also, if you watch this episode, you're going to see – Andrew Lichtenberger also had that ace-jack. At the feature table, Ryan D'Angelo, a huge online player, he also had the ace-jack against the king-queen. Same exact board, same exact situations. And that's how we do this as a team competition because we have resetting stacks, so you get the the same chips to start of your hand. You get the same cards, the same boards. But each team ends up getting to play those cards. So by the end of the, the day, we could say, well, this team played their cards the best. They have the most points. Because once you win or lose points uh, for each hand, your stack goes back to 100,000, just like the, the game online, but it gets updated onto our scoreboard. Um, so if you look at the bottom, you see that scoreboard. It says the right. archer zero, grit 1,500, hula right. gang negative three. That's the score of the match, and that keeps on getting updated as the players win or lose chips uh, at right. every single table.
0: Yeah, and, and again, the the point is, like, it just makes so much sense, and it's so interesting because, you know, you're going to see – And, of course, it matters a bit on the other player, right? It's not just you personally and, like, what value you're going to get to get or if someone pays you off or whatever. But it is very interesting to see in a spot like this where the board's paired, there's a flush there, you have a straight, who's checking back, who's going for thin value, who's, you know, who's bet folding. Maybe is there ever, uh, you know, turning king-queen into a bluff, even a spot where you're probably good and you have a lot of Like It's kind of fascinating to see how different players – operate in this scenario in scenarios like this because again when you're looking as a poker player to find what's going on you know like yeah if you have ace jack you're probably just going to win this hand you know likely the king queen doesn't turn into a bluff maybe they just check call but it's like how what sizing are you going for and how, how does it how do you stack up to other people so i think this is like one of the best ways you could kind of truly get honest feedback and understand like how you compare to maybe others and see that you might want to look at differently how you're playing
1: and it really just stresses uh the human element of poker you know like there's four different players at each table. There, all these and there's four different players playing the same hands at other tables for other teams, and they all pick these different different uh, decisions. Some of them are still good, whether they fold or they call or it. There's spots where it could go fold call or raise, like we've seen hands where literally every single seat at each different table won the hand. Each different seat wins the hand, uh, and it just it's just crazy to see. And like, I guess one of our, our big intentions with this is to show people like, yeah, poker is a game of skill. You know, it's not like it's not like blackjack where you get dealt uh, an ace and a, a 10 and you just win because of the luck of the cards. Right. It's this is a game that has so many different variables for people to weigh. And we really want to just promote players as just like being very smart individuals, uh, being good at a craft, just like athletes, you know, so that that's um, that's that's the, the overall mission for this project.
0: Very, very cool. And uh, I, I got to ask you just about this because we, we were touching on this during the summer. I think I remember I had some stuff and commitments. And you know, you got a lot of big names here, well-known, respected people, friends of yours, and also just you know people that are coming in playing. How difficult? I, I it gives me anxiety thinking about it because during the World Series, you're filming the show. You got people of day twos, day threes. You know, usually the nights go very late. So, how were you able to organize? and get people to show up and commit. I know, you know, to, to play. Cause that just seems like every day, it seems like, you know, cause these guys also like you got Scott Clements got multiple bracelets, David he won Bay, a bracelet, got that's unbelievable players and guys that are competing. So like for them to come and play in a, you know, sort of a pilot idea concept, they have to really believe in you and also want to help you like, you know, like volunteer because like they're, they're going to go late to some events and, and, and they're going to, you know, or even maybe skip a day to come and film. How, how long did this filming take each day, and how did you actually coordinate with poker players to be on time and, and do this and drive and come to a venue to, to do that? seems almost impossible.
1: Yeah. So Jeff, this was 2019 where we did this in case you're wondering why people aren't wearing masks and they're not being like more cautious. Um, And to, to answer your question, both David Baker and Scott Clements won bracelets in 2019.
0: And actually Bojang did too, didn't
1: he? Ishmael Bojang won one as well. Um, And he's actually in this match too. He's playing in the two seat for Hooligan. gang. Mm -hmm. um, I think at table one, um, but yeah, no, we did this in the mornings. Uh, some people are like early birds and they wanted to show up even earlier. Um, but we had 45-minute uh, blocks. So we'd have 10 to 10.45. Uh, we'd have 10.45 to 11.30, 11.30 to 12.15 and 12.15 to 1. Mm-hmm. And we would just have these schedules throughout June. We have 21 episodes of Poker Rhythm, uh, 20 regular season matches. Each team plays 10. Uh, and then there's a championship match at the end for the top four teams. Um, but yeah, no, it was really tough. And I think the first match that we did, we ran over, uh, we were like an hour late, which was, which was really bad because, you know, when you're doing a production, you got to learn these things on the fly, but literally by like match, like number six, number seven, uh, it was tough getting poker players in here. Cause they didn't even know what the concept was. Exactly. Like they didn't know a hundred percent. It was duplicate poker. Uh, they, I, you know, they all signed non-disclosures not to reveal any of the results of the show. So we can keep it right. fresh for everybody watching. um, but then literally by like after a few matches, after everyone played, they were fighting to get seats. They all wanted to come back and play, which was like such a great sign uh, that our players actually enjoyed doing it. Cause I mean, I was like begging people to fill these seats for the first couple matches, but then you, you know, when we're midway through world series, like people were just like happy to play. They were all excited about it. They're talking in the group chat. They're asking people how they played their hands. Uh, It was like a really cool atmosphere to see come, come to life.
0: Right. Yeah. It's a, Yeah, it's. I mean, it is. It, it 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 is. It's it's not easy to kind of pull it off. And I guess really the 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 logistics of it uh, live are more complicated. Once you get the programs done online and people can pop in and play, I mean, this is sort of the the to show it to visualize it, which is really cool. But obviously, this is uh, yeah, it's a lot to get people to show up in Vegas. It works because there are people in one place, a lot of people at the same time. But um, it, it it's uh, it definitely isn't easy to pull off. And, and were there any issues with the cards, like? and setting up how long did it take to actually set the hands up at the different tables and how did you come up with the actual hands?
1: So we bought like, um, 20, 30 decks of cards. We use Copag. They didn't sponsor us, but I'll give them a shout out. Um, and, uh, basically we go to this site called random.org and just generate 13 random cards from the deck, uh, 13, because you give two to each player. So that's eight plus five for the board. So 13 total. And we just did that 16 times and then we put it in a spreadsheet uh then i would take the decks of cards that were all completely set up and i would just go through them i'm, I'm at like midnight 1 a.m i'm just literally setting decks I'm like what am i doing with my life mm-hmm. um and uh and we would just set that up and we'd make two decks right um instead of doing like one for each table we would just do two and then as soon as one table was done i'd take the cards go look at the spreadsheet and i just set them up again. Cause you'd already have like the, the 13 cards that you need for the hand. And then I would just set them up again while the other table is playing with the, the new deck. Um, and then we would have some alternate hands as well. So if somebody messed up on the first table only, obviously um, we would have an alternate hand that we can, we could then use. Um, but it was, it was tough. And we, we did have a rule in place where like, so I would tell my dealer to just deal the cards down like just very slowly and then slide them, no pitching, just slide them slowly across the table. Cause we can't, we can't have a missed deal. And there's like thousands of hands that we're going to be dealing throughout the season. Right. And we can't have a missed deal. Uh, But we had a rule that if a player flips their card over, well, that's on them. Right. Uh, And then furthermore, we even let you, if your head's up in a hand, uh, you're allowed to show cards and get a read. Like That was part of, that was one of our rules. Like, so we have players like show like next episode, you might see a player show a deuce before they act like (laughs) just a little teaser. Uh, We had uh, in one of the previous weeks, Tyler Patterson showed his Jack high and like stared down Adam Levy to, to make a call. Right, Uh, his jack high wasn't good but it was still fun to see you know
0: (laughs) that's cool yeah very cool so yeah and then this is uh when is like the so the official launch but then when you said it's sort of in beta when is the actual game going to be full blown
1: yeah the game's in beta like we're still we're still working out the algorithm and the development so I can't be um promoting our game yet to to get people to have official rankings because I don't think that the rankings are going to be accurate for their play style um but you can play the game right now. It's available. We're just not we're just not really promoting it. We don't have our streamers playing it yet. Um, but yeah, like go go ahead on there. If you join our Discord, um, you can you can see other people. A lot of them are even pros that were in our league. Uh, and just say, hey, I'm trying to play a game real quick. Does anybody want to play? And the game takes you like ten, maybe fifteen minutes. Uh, and then you could check out the the game. It's the same exact format as uh, the show that you can watch on YouTube. There are sixteen hands. The first eight hands are five hundred, a thousand with a five hundred ante. You have a hundred thousand chips every hand. And then the second eight hands are 2,000 with a one thousand ante. And the reason we have it four handed and we have like really big annies is because we want you to be aggressive. We want you to play big pots. You know, we want to force people to to play a lot of hands rather than just folding out like everyone knows how to fold and wait for like aces, ace king, but like the real great players. Uh, they play all the hands, you know, the, well, they know when to play all the hands, right? You know, so there's like situations for that. And we, we want to encourage you to play a lot of hands. We want you to, we want it to be exciting. We want you to be playing a lot. You know, we don't want you to just be like sitting there folding, waiting for other people to like these, like, you know, we, we want to encourage a fun game.
0: Right. Okay. And, and, uh, the, and is the, so it'll be in the app store or it's going to be online on, it's a web-based what's, what's the ways to, to, you
1: to play it on like, a computer. And and we are going to have an app soon um, in in a future season. But right now, it's just computer. And this way, like you can literally borrow anyone's computer. You don't need to download anything. You just go to pokerthem.com. You click play now. You could sign up for an account, um, and you just play right off of uh, a web browser. That's it. You don't download anything. All you need is an email. You could go to the library if you're homeless and you don't even have a computer, and you, you could just get a free library card. Go to the library and you could, you could just type in pokerrhythm.com in the web browser with your free email address, and you could play. Like That's the point, is that you don't need any money to play uh, and you, or learn or get better. Uh, it's for everyone.
0: Very cool. Yeah, this is it here, and you can see uh, the teams. They're up, and, and it's got the Twitch link there, and you can go through and, and click on that. So very, very cool. I mean, that's, again, if you guys have questions on PokerRhythm, Matt is here. I see people joining live in the uh, chat as well as if you want to ask a question on uh on twitter you're eligible for a 55 dollar ticket courtesy of party poker we're going to go ahead and roll that at the end of the show but if yeah see i blew that two-time wp champ but maybe you know i felt
1: WPTs, it's fine yeah,
0: yeah it's cool so yeah you guys want to see a lot of good questions we will hit some questions down the stretch but uh, i do want to kind of go through for for now and run through a bit of uh bit of poker what what you think of the the landscape as well as go through your 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 hand and mob and talk about your career but let's uh real quick tell me what is your thoughts on this with the the world poker tour with covid getting this many entries looks like people are ready to play live uh you know michigan passed poker pennsylvania it it sort of feels like it's got another maybe boom or or a push what's your overall uh thoughts on poker yeah
1: um amazing huh the the fact that they got what 1600 people at the hard rock um, that's just incredible. I can't, I can't believe that they, uh, they got that many people. Uh, it's 15 minutes from my house and I, well, I mean, I'm, I'm busy working, but, um, how to,
0: how play that? You're that busy. You didn't play the 3,500 hard rock outside your house. That's insane. Or is it more COVID or just a, like a hybrid?
1: It's both. My parents, I got away from my parents to get, uh, the vaccine cause I like to see my parents a lot. So, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to, risk exposing them. I I don't care about me, you know, like I I think I'll be fine, but like they're older. So I I would, I would never want to jeopardize their health. Um, And yeah, I've been busy working, you know, so, so it's not a big deal to me. Um, But to hard rocks credit, I was going to say, like, I've I've been looking at videos. I've been like looking at what they're doing. They got plexiglass. Everyone's wearing masks. They're like regulating that they got hand sanitizers. They're like doing a really good job of, uh, of having a safe, space to play poker so even though like I, I might not want to be in a crowded room with a bunch of people um, if you are fiending some poker which apparently like everybody was uh, they're doing like a really good job of that so hats off to them you know hard rock good good work with that
0: yeah they, uh, Tony burns and everyone there I mean it really is uh it's cool I mean that's honestly that's where we were really we were we were grinding and playing I remember back some of those sit and goes and the hard rock I remember that was like when I was 18 years old and coming i would come down here i wasn't living here but uh i mean i i don't know if you remember too we go and play and like the sit and goes and be be in there and uh, it was just crazy i think it was like a hunt the cash games were a hundred dollar cap so like, oh, like yeah. five ten 10 games and such but it was a hundred max and you know like to buy in and it, it was just kind of wild time well, like,
1: before that though they didn't even have no limit they had limit poker and everybody was playing for a big bad b jackpot um and it was like a twenty dollar buy-in or something like that, but the good thing that you could play there was sit and goes, right? You could play those tournaments, those one table tournaments. They had a hundred and forty dollar buy in, two hundred fifty dollar buy in, five hundred and forty dollar buy in, and then they had thousand fifty dollar buy ins with all the regulars. Um, so that was like the good poker, the good value. Like you would you wouldn't want to be playing like fifty cent dollar limit or something, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's good times, man. I, I've been at the Hard Rock since they opened. You know, I'm a Florida boy, and um just watching that property develop into what it's become has just been like unreal. Like the yeah. there's now like really, really cool. And it's just been yeah. crazy to see, you know, they're yeah. booming. Yeah.
0: It's kind of wild to have that, to have that property, that $1.5 billion guitar that close to, to uh, you know, accessible and able to go play and stuff. And it's kind of funny though, because I, I don't know how you feel about that, but you know, I used to, well, like, those to me were the most fun times back when we were, you know, cause like really it was like you, McLean, that was kind of like our poker crew. We go out to Vegas. We it. we were in a house together for the summer. We would go around stops, like the dinners, you know, like when the money was so impactful, like not that it's not now, but you know, you're doing business, I'm doing other stuff. Like when I go play poker, it's not, for life you know it's not like all right this is like because that that kind of hunger and that passion you can't really replicate it anymore right like you go to the hard rock you play at 3500 it's exciting there's big money up top you're you're, you're there but you're not like Im- immersed you're not 18 19 20 trying to get your your set up there and whatever so you know I, do you miss that do you miss those days of like playing online where like every you know every turn card and every everything that mattered to, uh, and it was like you're you're still exploring like is that something you you miss
1: I'll tell you this. Uh, the Hard Rock used to have a multi-table tournament for a $150 buy-in on Tuesday nights. And they would get like a couple hundred people. Um, and the first multi-table tournament live that I ever won was a $150 buy-in at the Hard Rock. And the guy asked me to chop it. And, I, and there was like 9K up top. And I was just like, nah, nah, I never chopped. I was just like some arrogant kid that was just like, just wanted the glory, right? Yeah. Uh, and I won it. And my excitement after winning nine grand, uh, was un unmatched. Uh, even after I, I won the tournament of champions after I won Paris, like, yeah, I was amazingly excited. Like I was very, very happy. Don't get me wrong. I was so happy to win these huge titles, but it just puts it into like perspective that like that first tournament when I won nine K and I just had a nine K roll now, like from like a thousand to nine K, like just that cute, that win. Yeah. I was Right, motion was just like it, it was amazing, right? Um, and and just to to your point, uh, yeah, like when we were younger, uh, it all meant so much more. But then when you kind of get like more seasoned and, and you're used to it, um, it's just it's just like all right, good. Yeah, I needed this to pay my mortgage. Like it's not like oh yeah, I'm gonna play big games now. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I'm with you. And like that's even like I said like back in the day, grinding one two cash and going to the casinos. Like I remember going to to Windsor. Or going to yeah wherever anywhere I'd be on a like playing in the cash game and it was just like so exciting like to see how much or how it could go or put a sixteen hour session in and you know like it was just I don't know I miss it kind of like as you, you as life goes on you get more responsibilities more distractions you know whatever it just becomes like less of a st- where it's just like you go and you know I kind of miss just going into a casino or a, and just like playing for fun um you know and, and i think it goes in points. so like it, it does seem kind of like waves right like you're younger you have that point then like i could see you know and then there's guys that are older in poker that they kind of like you know they've done their 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 business they've got everything set up they got their family their kid they're retired and they like hit that wave and then they're like you know you're you're like our parents age or the kids are out of the house and they're sort of whatever and then it like maybe you know, i could see going at it again it'd be kind of funny to be like 60 55 50 and like go for like, uh, you know, play the circuit fully again and, and make a run. But, um, all right. Well, let's, speaking of that and results, let's go through, let's, let's, let's dive down memory lane here. So, you know, we, we mentioned, we met each other around this time, right around this, uh, 2008 mutual friends, it was down in Florida. I was sort of, uh, uh, you know, I was, I was spending some time in Florida, but was this. When did you win that one hundred and twenty five tournament? Was it before? It was just before this then, because some of those aren't documented, right? Those like no, no, that's
1: not on. That's not on Hendon. They didn't. They didn't even keep right. track of that stuff. Um, so, but it was one hundred and fifty yeah, at Hard Rock, and it was like nine k. I think I was twenty one. I was young.
0: So so what was that two thousand six seven? Yeah, something yeah. like that. All right. Well, so then you've already had, you've already been playing. You're kind of warmed up. Uh, what was this like then? This was two thousand nine. This was the WSB. Was this the summer we lived together?
1: uh no 2010 we lived together because you
0: finally right. that summer the 1k right yes that's right then so 2010 um all right so 2009 you go to vegas uh where were you at in your poker career right here when you you kind of you went out there and uh you know how, how where, had you already had some big online results were you were you pretty rolled up at this point or were you just so on?
1: i just won the f tops turbo on full tilt before that summer uh like a couple months before that summer so i took a like 20 K out of my, my full tilt account And I just went to Vegas and I'm like, let's go. I'm playing all the bracelet events now. Like, this is awesome. I don't have to play the satellites to try to get, to try to get my way into like the main and all that stuff. I'm like, I'm rolled up, man. I got six figures. Like I'm, I'm playing these 1500s. I'm playing the three K. Like, I'm, let me, let me go. I'm going to win six bracelets this summer and set the record for the best player of all time. You know, obviously. And then, you know, I, I had a couple of caches. Uh I think I was up like five K going into like the last event before the main event that summer in 2009. That's the 5k. I, I obviously became a lot closer with you this time too. Like we, we just met, like we, we've known each other for about a year, but like, cause then the next summer we lived together. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I was up 5k and I just said to myself, all right, you know what? I can take home 10k. I got 5k for the 5k six max. I got 10k to play the main. I'm good. You know, if I lose 10k in the summer, like that's a good summer for me. So I just went into the 5K, determined to just win the 5K six max. I was all pumped up. Uh, I pl- I played. I went for it, man. I was I was making good reads. I played great, picking good spots. Um, and yeah, I final tabled it. I was the first person over a million. But then you know that's poker. Cards cards run out. You get a little unlucky here or there. And uh, I ended up getting I think sixth place. Yeah.
0: Yep. That was, uh, that was a big one though. That was a million to first, right? Man it was a million,
1: million to first. Yeah. Matt Horolenko won that one. Um, but yeah, I, I it was, a, it was over a hundred K. I mean, I was obviously steamed up cause I wanted to win a bracelet a million dollars, but, um, and I was, I thought, I thought it was mine. Like I was rolling that tournament. Um, but then I just like snap the the main the next day. Cause I was like, let me get out of here. I'm over this. Um, and then I made a run in the main too. Uh, I ended up getting like three hundred, something, four hundred. I don't know. Like I, I went pretty deep in the main. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I got busted by a Bilzerian too. That's I think it was funny. Adam. Adam Bilzerian got me in that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, looking, at, looking at here at some of the ones. So I mean, so you had a good summer though, overall. You got kind of hot at the end. Come back, profitable summer, uh, and then where did you go from? From from there after that so like now you are you you, you build the role a little bit because that back then you could play online you could be in Vegas playing online while like tournament
1: everywhere man it was great it was so much fun I mean I remember when we lived together we would just like be playing like Full Tilt and Stars out on like uh you know outside by the pool. And
0: we some in sessions too. Like we'd split some, we'd buy action, like fire, like huge cash, like bed, plane or whatever. It was nah, I mean, all time. This is all time fun. Yeah, like um, playing
1: outside in bathing suits. And then like five minute break, we're like five minute break. And we all just like run outside and jump into the freezing cold. Pool. Yeah.
0: I, to me, it's the great. It was the greatest time, greatest memories for, fun, for cards. Like no responsibilities. We're all young and, and dumb and doing whatever we want. So all right. So so you have a good summer. You go back. I think you had some other success online uh, between this time and two thousand nine, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't you win? What was your big online one? You won like five hundred for like a huge score online, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So after the um, two thousand nine uh, World Series, I I went back home and I won the F tops main event. Um, it was like a five hundred dollar buy-in and they had I don't know like two thousand people in it or something. I think. Right. Was it two thousand people? I don't know. They had a lot of people in it. And it was like it was like half a million, I think, or four fifty maybe. Right. I think it was like four fifty for first. Um and that was amazing. Like that was like now I'm just like, all right, yeah, I can travel, I can go to Europe now. Like that was what I was thinking. Like I I I uh, I can go play the big tournaments over there in Europe and like try to make a name for myself and you know, try to win player of the year or something like that. Um so yeah, I mean that, that gave me a nice little role. I remember like that Sunday I registered everything online and I was just like getting I was losing every, like every tournament and I just unregistered everything. I unregistered all except for the main event. Uh and then I went to go play basketball, pick up basketball at like LA Fitness and like I just showed up like an hour late to uh to the main I I lost like 600 of my 7500 starting stack. Right. And I was just like I I didn't care. I was just like I'm we're not, we're not passing on any spots today. And I was just playing crazy aggressive. And then before you knew it, I had like a million in chips. I'm like, all right, well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll try to, you know, maybe we'll focus now. Like, let's do this. Like, okay. There's like a and 200 people left and 450 K up top. Uh, you know, let's, let's try to get a W here. And then I remember at like 10 o'clock in the morning or maybe like nine in the morning, eight in the morning, uh, my mom just walks into the kitchen she's like, Oh, you're, you're up early. And I'm just like, uh, I didn't go to sleep. She's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm still in the tournament. She's like, oh, that's great. And I just like didn't even mention anything else. Uh, and then like all of a sudden she's making coffee and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> and I just like yelled so loud. Uh, I don't know. I was just playing some insane pots at that final table.
0: Um, Is that when you won or when you won a big hand you were playing or when you actually won it?
1: So I I won a massive pot against um, James Opst Andy mm-hmm. Andy McLeod on yeah. stars. And his name is the fat fish on, on, and he's like one of the most well-known online poker players out there. Like he's a, he's a complete beast. And I'm at this final table and I'm like, okay, well this fat fish guy, ha- I didn't know was him at the time, but I was like, this fat fish guy has great OPR uh, official poker rankings. Cause you could look up players and see how much they want. Right. So I'm like, all right, this guy's probably pretty good. Um, but then everyone else, I didn't really know that many other people at the table. Uh, and I had this spot where like, I put in four bets on the flop that was 10 high with Jack 10 and he like five bets shoved. Obviously these days I would, I would never put in more bets, but like this is 2009. So like, we're just kind of like, it's different poker. Uh, and he like made a bluff with ace queen and I called off Jack 10 and we're literally first and second in chips at the table seven handed. So it's just, it was just like a huge ICM punt from both of us. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's terrible. Like, right. That, that Like there's stuff now where you're not even supposed to like, there's all this crazy ICM where you're not supposed to like, there's spots where i was just talking to someone i can't remember what it was where like in certain situations when you're middle like stacked say there's six left and you're like two and th- three and four two and three like there's certain spots where you flop the nuts with king queen and you're supposed to like check even the turn when you have the nuts like against the other stack because of stuff like certain things like that i don't know it's kind of wild but anyway.
1: yeah but at the same time you're also going to limit your chances of you might like win more money in a vacuum but you're also there's also value in just getting all the chips and just rolling the table, which is what I ended up doing. So I was like a three to one favorite with the 10. If this guy just turns over like a set, I'm just drawing dead though. Uh, But I just felt like, I felt like based on the table dynamic, it was just a good spot to, uh, to get the money in. And then he was, he had like a hundred K left, like, which was like nothing, like two big blinds at the time. Um, And then I just went on and just completely rolled the table and just never looked back and and won the, the main. So like we played for the whole tournament, seven handed, And it's actually really funny because I ran into James uh, in the Raj tournament at the World Series, like maybe like four years ago. And we were just kind of like chumming it up. And uh, I was like, all right, maybe I'll just tell him that like that was me. And I said, do you you know the guy polygraph by any chance? And he just like looks at me like he's like, yeah. He's like, I have nightmares about that. guy," (laughs) And I just go, I just go. Oh, okay. So he's like, yeah, I remember that. F Tops main. And I was just like, that was me. And he's just like, that's you. He's like, I thought that was just like some like person getting ghosted by like a top pro. Like I didn't realize that. Cause I didn't have any, any sample size of, of hands played Yeah, uh, at the time. And he's just like, Oh wow. That was you. He's like, man, I am still sick over that hand. Like this, this many years, this is like over 10 years later or like eight years later that he still remembers this. So, uh, and he's gone on to win so much stuff and, and, uh, he's a great player, you know, but um, well,
0: more, more importantly, let's talk about your mom in the kitchen when you're yeah. at four, when you're winning 450,000 from what? $500. Yeah. 500.
1: Right. Bucks, pretty yeah. good
0: ROI. What, yeah. what, what, what did she say? Or what did, what did your parents say when that happened? I mean, that's pretty, I mean, that's, she's like basically winning the lottery in your in your kitchen in the morning from a thing. Like what, what can they, what do they think? Are they like, they're probably first reactions. Like, is that real? Are you, how, how do you get the money? Right? Like they're probably like, is that what they were saying or what? Or I mean, like. They knew you played poker. At this point, they were okay with you playing poker at a high. They knew you were doing well. They're getting there.
1: After this point, they were good with it. After this point, they're bragging about me. You know, right. before before this, um, they're like, "Yeah, I mean, you got a college degree. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. Get a job. This th- do that." And I'm just like, "No, I want to play poker. Trust me. Like, I it's it's going to be good. Like, I can I can win. I, I'm good at this." And they were just like very, they were just like okay and accepting of it, but they weren't like. Um, they weren't that supportive at, at first, but then when they saw that, like I, I was doing well for myself and, and, you know, I, I wasn't asked, I never asked them for a dollar since I went to college even, um, after they, they realized that they, they became much more supportive. I gave my dad a ton of money to, to invest for me. Cause he's a, he's a financial planner. And, um, and then, yeah, after this one, like then when I like, I, I definitely had like a nice little cushion, um, they came around you know they were definitely like much more proud of me and like you know very happy to be like telling like their friends like oh yeah my son's a professional poker player like yeah he, he does great
0: you know right. so yeah for sure that's uh yeah it's pretty cool all right let's talk let's talk another pivotal moment in in poker in life and then i think we were all i don't actually remember if you were there with me because i know i was on beg's couch in, in, in new york mez and begley um i don't think you were there but so fast forward let's zoom through 2010 uh you hit some big scores online you won the 450. I think you won another one as well. Uh, you actually win a ring in Atlantic City, the 1650 for 117K. What was that like? Was that – uh? that was, you know, 350 entries, nice score. Was were you, Everything was cruising at this point. What, what made you go up to AC in particular to play in, in the 1600 in Atlantic City?
1: I was born in Jersey, man, so I always loved going to the, right? the Northeasterners. Yeah, yeah. I was born in Princeton, New Jersey. Um, so, like, I, I kind of, like – I got a – a soft spot in my heart for all those like grumpy Northeasterners that are like yelling at people. Like, you know, it's all love. Um, and yeah, so whenever I go back to, to like AC Borgata, especially, uh, it's always a good time. Um, but yeah, it was a world series of poker circuit event. And, um, and this was like my first like major live title. It was like a six figure live title. I got a ring, uh, definitely got like the monkey off my back there. Um, and yeah, that was, that was cool. You know, that was a good time.
0: That's, uh, so you see, we're in that one. You go then, and, and let's just go zoom up a little more because of the key key date. And I think most people have played for a long time. We go through 2010. Uh, you go to you go into Vegas, you know, nice score there, I see, for 120K in March. And then all of a sudden, the, the big date here, right? April 15, 2011, Black Friday happens. Now, you know, Polygraph no longer can just win 450K from his parents' kitchen. Uh, and, and Black Friday shuts down. And also, I believe you had hundred K plus on uh, full tilt. Is that right? You had money tied up cause the money got caught up in these uh, online. Is that, is that correct? No,
1: I had a couple thousand on there. I, I blew it all in. Cause they had like these re-entry tournaments like the, a few oh. weeks before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think I had like maybe like 5k
0: on. Or maybe Stu guy. I have a note here that in 2009, like you had hundred K on before you went to Vegas and was on there and maybe Stu was able to help you or something, or maybe a oh,
1: you're talking. Yeah, that was scary, man. Uh, I got right. Oh, no,
0: 2009. This is not black Friday. This is no, your account no, got no. frozen in 2009. Okay.
1: When I won the F tops turbo, my account got frozen for multi-accounting. Uh, the first F tops I won for hundred K. And that was like the overwhelming majority of my net worth in, on wow. and I was just like, what do you mean multi-accounting? I've never multi-accounted a day in my life. Like this is nonsense. And, um, it turns out that like when I went to FSU, which was like five years before this, even, um, I made an account called Polygraph, which was the account that they made me switch to. Uh, and they're like, you have this account. And I was like, I do. So I had to like go into my old college email, find this account. It had like maybe five tournaments played on this account. So it wasn't even an account. Uh, and they're like, yeah, we'll give you the money. We just got to send it to your old account. You can't have it on this one. Uh, and I was just like, okay, but you realize that this is the, the account that everyone knows me on. So if you send it to this, you're actually making me multi-account. Um, <laughs> and there's a, yeah, no, that's what we got to do. So I was like, okay. So uh, they ch- transferred my money from my old name, big stack, BBQ uh, over to uh, to polygraph. And then polygraph was the one that I won the F tops main with in, in the next F tops. Um, so yeah, that was the, that was the scary. You know, I almost lost my whole role.
0: Yeah. It must've been pretty uneasy at the moment. Cause even like you know, people there, you probably going to get a handle. It's all good. You didn't do anything wrong. You just like, you never know like spots like that. They, they could have a ruling or just decide or just be like, no, or whatever. So um, yeah, that's uh that's, that's, that's a real sweat. So yeah, Black Friday, tell me how that impacted your life. And, and in the moment, do you remember where you were when you heard that and found out?
1: Yeah, I was actually in a, in a storage unit. Um, I was moving between places or no, I was moving all my. I, it didn't really affect me because I was planning to just play live and just travel for uh, this whole time. So I was putting all my stuff into a storage unit, uh, and I just remember like getting a text or a WhatsApp from somebody that says like, "You have money online, like it's all seized," and I was just like, "Whoa!" Um, but I was just playing live anyways, and I actually got all the, I got the half a million that I won in the F tops off because my dad would just told me like take it all off, pay the taxes on it. Like, don't risk it. You can't keep it on there. I'm like, dad, it's as safe as a bank. Don't worry about it. Uh, and then sure enough, he was right. Like, uh, it all got seized and I can't imagine if all that money was tied up for that long. Cause I mean, they gave it back, right? They made good on it. Everyone got their money back, but, um, it, it was locked up for some time, huh?
0: Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. I also didn't have much on there a little bit. I think I had some on UB or a little bit of stuff. I can't really remember, but it wasn't like, um, It wasn't uh, it wasn't like crazy, but I know a lot of people that did have a lot on there. So, all right. So not that that doesn't change too much. You're kind of a live guy anyway. I was going to Europe.
1: I knew I was going to go travel around Europe and play all those events. Uh, I wanted to go to EPT London. I wanted to go to Cannes. I wanted to go to Paris. Uh, I wanted to go to, you know, just all the spots in in Europe to, to play poker over there just play these big prestigious tournaments. It's so cool when you go to Europe because these casino, like where, when you're in a casino here, like it's new construction, right. But you go to a casino there, that casino has been there for like 300 years or something crazy. And you're like playing in some of these spots and like, you know, like just, I don't know the whole vibe to it is like, it's kind of interesting. It's almost like a James Bond movie, right? Like you're just like, playing over there in europe high stakes fine tournaments you're playing with all these like european beasts yeah. that are just like so good at card
0: it's it's sort of like the opposite like when they europe they come over and they go to vegas right it's like fun it's just different it's like they see yeah. movies or it's just a totally different different vibe and you go there and so tell me about this uh this big win so you have you get third in the omaha high low which is a really fun game so you have a nice score and then you you cruise over to europe and uh the Grand Prix de
1: Paris. Right,
0: right off the gate. Is this the first uh, stop, or where did yeah. you go?
1: Now we went to Barcelona before that, um and we might have went somewhere else. No, I think we just went. Maybe it was just. I don't know. I don't know. We definitely went to Barcelona before that because um, Barcelona was not a fun time for me, even though that's like an awesome, awesome city since I've been back. Um, but yeah, I remember I would walk to the after day one, I would walk to the, uh, aviation club with Byron Kaverman every single day, uh, for like five days in a row. And he ended up getting fourth in that tournament. Um, so it was pretty cool. And then, and, and Byron's still a good friend of mine. Like we, you know, we play in the world cup Vegas soccer team together. And, um, and it was just crazy, man. Like we're literally walking there talking about hands from the previous day, every single day. Uh, and then the next thing, you know, we're at a WPT final table we're just playing for 700 K.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty funny how that works. in in poker too, like you, you your friends and, and uh, you know, and then all of a sudden you're playing for a lot of money, right. Or you're, you know, you, you get in there uh, and, and tell me a little bit about that final table and how you cut off. Were you, were you cruising the whole time? <sighs> did you come in with a lot of chips or did you, uh, what was the, what was your trajectory? Cause this is a, this is a major win. Seven I was hundred.
1: crushing. I was doing really well. Like the cards were falling for me this tournament. Um, and then I took a really bad beat. Uh, at the final table, seven handed, where I think his name is Fred Frederick. Uh, I I kind of trapped him with queens because this like really aggressive guy uh, opened the button and he was shoving a lot from the big blind. So I got queens in the small blind and I just called, hoping that he'd shove and he did. Um, and I snapped and he had ace jack. And this guy, I was just like he and he shoved massive with ace jack. Like he shoved like forty bigs. Some it was something insane. Which guy was it? Uh, uh, Frederick Majin. He got third. What did,
0: um, what did you have?
1: I had Queens. Nice. Yeah. And he like flopped a Jack and river to Jack for like this massive pot. I would have had like, f- I would have been chip leader going into the with six handed, but instead I got crushed down to like 800,000. Um, I battled my way back up to like 1.4 million, I think, but I was like fifth in chips, uh, with that. But second in chips was, I think at like 2 million. So I, I was close. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was just in my hotel room, and I was just thinking, like, nah, man, I, you don't get. This is my first WPC final table. Like, I'm, I'm bringing it tomorrow. I'm winning this thing. Um,
0: a lot of French there, a lot of French
1: players. I mean, yeah, we're in Paris, they're, man. They're, yeah, definitely. it's really. But it's, a fun yeah. fact for you of that final table: um, the Aviation Club's air conditioner broke, and this is kind of like summer in Paris, and th- their air conditioner broke uh, the day before for this room that we're that we're playing our final table at (laughs) so they got like this fan but it was like over 90 degrees inside this room where we're playing poker we're all like sweating like crazy man it was it was tough conditions i might have had an advantage being from florida i guess but uh i remember there was like an ac over there and i was literally like putting my shirt over it and just like trying to keep cool (laughs) like it was it was, it was fun. I mean, it was crazy, but,
0: um, that's, that's awesome. And you know, then yeah. How was the heads up? Were you, did it, was it a pretty straightforward? Does it did it take a long time? Was it a, were you ahead behind the start? It was uh,
1: I think the heads up was like less than 10 hands. Um, but I, I had a big, a big chip lead. Um, as usual in these tournaments, I'm just playing for all the chips, like before heads up, right? Like I'm not really hanging around. I'm just going for it. Uh, and I ended up, getting it all in with I think a flush draw against Hugo. I've been playing with Hugo all tournament too and he he's a French player. Uh, great he played great all tournament. And um, yeah, I just got a flush draw. He got top pair. He was kind of short. we got it in and I rivered it and
0: uh, voila. voila. Le get it get it done. That's a nice one to check off. I I do want to I want to I want to scroll through some more of these cuz uh, you've had again some pretty big scores. Talk about some some wins and then also I do want to leave time for the Twitter, as I said, guys. If you want to get a question from Matt, we'll try to answer some of these. I mean, he he does have Twitter, and he will, you know, if we don't get to all of them, and he sees some that he likes to 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 revisit, he'll do that. We'll try to get some of these here in the next. Uh, spend some time on these as well. But I do want to cover a bit more of your results so what changed for you after that so i mean that's a significant one that was 700k did you make any big purchases you bought a home or uh cars or like any anything that like because that's a different level of the score
1: yeah no i bought a car uh I leased a really sick place on the beach for a year or two like 30th floor just overlooking the ocean um that was pretty awesome i got some nice furniture and uh yeah i got my car i got um i think i had a mercedes at the time and and then i and then i had a uh an m3 2013 m3 which was just uh my dream car but then you know the funny thing is that like now uh i don't even care about a car like that's not even important you you change what's important to you right like when you get a lot of money well at least i did like you realize that like these possessions aren't really what make you happy it's more like your relationships Mm -hmm. um so i don't I mean i, I yeah i, I didn't I, if i won anything like today I, I wouldn't really be spending money on any toys or uh anything too much with possessions i'd be like more so using it for like an experience or perhaps like just to do something good
0: right you know? makes makes a lot of sense um Oh, Amelia says, hello. She's in the chat. pop up there. there's Mimi saying hi in there. I don't know if you can see that on, on stream yard here. Um, Tell so-
1: Amelia that you're, uh, you're taking us out on a double date to dinner. Thanks to uh, Ronnie Barda and some bad reporting from poker news.
0: I don't know. That's uh, I can't, I guess it is what it is. That is what it is. I can't even argue it. I just remember seeing it last night. I didn't make it. I was trying to be nice. I said, I saw it. I said, I saw the report and then bet you, but you know, some, guy and I said, right. I'm going to pick
1: you off. I told you, I told you I was going to pick you off.
0: I thought you said you were going to let me pick you off. That's no, you I'm picked back. me off already. I was getting you back. All right. Fair enough. Pick off some pick off. Um, all right. Well now one K I, we, that summer I did final table one K WSOP event. It seems impossible, but the, it does happen. A lot of entrance and here you go, except you, you decide to win it. And take it down. I actually remember watching that heads up, and we have some next
1: to me in my bracelet photo. You're you're on one side, McLean's on the other.
0: Yes, epic epic stuff against a very tough opponent. Heads up. I mean, uh, tell me. I guess forget it. It's not so much even about this World Series bracelet and winning this event, but um, Obie Hanks at there too with a nice showing. Yeah,
1: Brent Um, Hanks is there. Jason Kuhn is there. Ahmed Makija is there, and then Eric Baldwin. I had to play him heads up. That was a battle. We got to heads up in an hour, and then we played heads up for seven hours. It was the second longest heads up ever in world series of poker history at the time. Uh, only second to Andy block and chip Reese's heads up in that horse tournament. Wow! Um, and we just played and we played with no breaks either. Uh, so like when we had to go to the bathroom, we would do that, but we we thought this tournament was going to end at any second. So we right. just wanted to get through it. Right. Um, but it didn't, I think the the short stack won the all in maybe like 15 times in a row.
0: And that, so, so he had, you were all in, I forget, you know, it's been a while and I forget the exact, so you were actually, you were behind at risk and as a short stack and can, it was flip-flopping or was it mostly you had I mean, him all in?
1: I, I had most of the chips getting the heads up. So I think that Eric was definitely behind more times than I was when we were all in. I think, I but, but still like I, there was at least maybe like five times that I was all in at risk. Wow. I think. Right. Uh, so and, and there's probably like 10 times that he was like, it was the, the, the chips. Kept going like I was four to one in chips. I think when we started, and then at one point he had me like four to one in chips, and I was like, "Geez, I'm just gonna blow a bracelet. Like, what's going on, man? Like, am I really just gonna lo- like I got to WSOP final table. I'm heads up with all the chips. I'm gonna blow it. I'm not gonna win a bracelet, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. It was. So, uh,
0: gee. I I got to ask you then. What 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 do you believe at at some level because. It's pretty nice style. Everyone's got a style. Your style is when you get to WPT, WSOP, you finish it. Final Big final tables, F-tops, you win it. You know, of course, there's t- tables that don't. But the major events, you know, like your record. Got you know,
1: I've got one second and like 10 first.
0: <laughs> so, w- w- do, you, do you feel that uh, – this is also a two-part question. One, is there anything – do you feel like you've run – because like the Eric Baldwin obviously could have gone – either way like it was back and forth and you know anything in poker there's luck and whatever but do you feel that you are a particularly good heads up player uh do you think there's been you've been running pretty well like because obviously that's a pretty ridiculous record um for heads ups and in majors to finish it off what's your superpower there
1: okay so i do think that when i get there that i'm just really tapped in and and i definitely like i don't think i i can bring the a game all the time which is something i wish i could do um but i do think that like when like everything's on the line that i really just focus up but i think more importantly than that is like what i was hinting at earlier uh i'm just gonna take spots earlier on in the tournament um that end up setting me up for success later so usually when i do get the heads up i have a big chip lead um so that's that's obviously like the big factor and then and then of course like just luck right like like let's who, who are we kidding like if you win that many heads ups, you have to be very lucky. So I, I've definitely been lucky in those moments, but I definitely think that I could have got to a lot more heads up situations if I was more passive and maybe, uh, smarter and, and not so willing to gamble like before we get there. Right. Right. But, but I'm always in these like massive pots. Like I got, I got a lot of like eighths and ninths too. Cause I'm just like getting into these like situations at a final table, uh, that I probably shouldn't be getting into.
0: Right. And, and, I see some mention of Alex Jacob, either you played with them or knew him, or you kind of talked some poker with them early on. Obviously it very well, it did well in jeopardy. He was kind of, I think the USPC or USPL or whatever it was called, uh, had some success early and then went on jeopardy one money. Was that a friend of yours or someone you talk poker with, or what was your connection? I went to
1: middle school with Alex. Uh, we were on the basketball team together and, uh, and then I reconnected with him after I graduated high school that summer playing a home game. Um, and he was home from Yale. He's a year older than me. And uh, and then that was like a great leg up I had in poker because Alex is just like a very smart guy, uh, very mathematically based. So he was able to like teach me a lot of fundamentals about, like I was just an instinct guy. You know, I, I was okay at math, but like I was mainly an instinct guy. And um, after uh, getting to play a lot of poker, like going out on cruise ships and playing big poker games with Alex, uh, he definitely was able to, stress a lot of like important concepts that i could think about and no one in the world is really thinking about this not even like the top pros were even thinking the same way as him at the time uh poker has come such a long way and people have gotten so good at poker but but at this time no one even played poker it was just old people on their social security just like playing It, it was no young guys like us it wasn't like the boom where the online thing happened where moneymaker won and then like all of a sudden now you go to a poker room today and you see like I'm like the oldest guy at the table, right? And I'm 36, and you just see all these kids in like hoodies with their like headphones on, that are just like you know playing their style. But like back then, like I'm on a cruise ship, you know, with uh, the average age of the table is like is like 60, you know, and people are just like kind of there, like socializing, and just having fun. Like poker is like their fun little hobby, like bridge. Right? right? It didn't blow up yet. Uh, so Alex kind of gave me a leg up and gave me like some 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 very key strategy at the time uh, that definitely helped my poker game, um, you know, for the future.
0: Very cool. And what, what would you say? Cause you know, I know I have a decent idea, but what, what is like your study or h- how would you say, you know, looking at back at when you were playing the most poker and wh- back then there wasn't really like solvers and this and that. And I, d- I don't think that's really like a main thing in your game anyway, but what do you do? How have you been able to improve and, and, and become, do you think it's from your, your, the contacts you have, being able to discuss poker with some of the best. Is it that you your work ethic? Have you done run at once? Have you done programs? Like what was your, you know, what has been throughout your career, what has been your 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 uh, potion?
1: Um, so no, I I, you know, I've always like thought about poker a lot. Um been almost obsessed with it, right? Like when you have a game that you love, you just you just you eat, sleep, and drink poker, right? Um, But I haven't really got into like any of the pure like math based stuff or like all these like great pro like that's never been like appealing to me. Uh, What I would do is I would literally go home after every single event hand that I played and I would just think about them just like, well, what if I just call here with that hand? What's good about that? Or what if I just three bet this hand preflop? Like what, what value does that have? And I'll think about players, tendencies, think about uh, my own image, think about the way these hands play and just kind of like dissect it uh, for myself. So I have my own style. And I think that that's very important Um, to be honest with you. There's so much like resources that you can learn how to play good poker from, but if you don't have your own style, if you don't know how to uh, deviate from like, you know, regular strategy and be able to incorporate like your own, your own, you know, poker is about weighing variables, right? You got to take a thousand different things happening at once into consideration, weigh them on a scale, and then come up with the best strategy in the exact moment based on everything that you're given, uh, and you got to keep doing that over and over and over and over again. Uh, so if you're literally just playing by a book or like just like looking at like an app of like a range that you should go all in with, you're going to be pretty predictable, and you're you're never going to be like that profitable unless you just get really lucky, right? But if you can, like, look at somebody's face, think about their timing, think about your hand, think about what they did five hands ago, uh, think about every single thing that you've said, which might affect their perception of you, and just kind of like have game theory to like really weigh everything together, that's how you're gonna be great at poker. Um, And like, I've played so many hands (laughs) where people are just like, what are you doing? Like, that was the most awful hand I've ever seen in my life, you know? And I'll never like correct them. I'll be like, yeah, you know, I just went with my gut. You know, I'm never gonna like talk a lot of strategy with somebody, right? but you have to kind of have your own style, right? You, you like you can't if you just play like everyone else, if you play like the way everyone else teaches you, then you're gonna be very predictable and you're never really gonna excel, at least not in live poker. Uh because live poker is exploitative. Uh whereas online, yeah, you're probably gonna to want to have some better fundamentals. You're probably not gonna be wanna be making that many mistakes or like too loose of opens and stuff like that. Um but yeah, th- there's there's a lot to be said because you know, everyone says that poker's solved, but that's just that's just not true. There's just too many things to account for, for it to be solved. So uh, I would yeah. definitely encourage everyone to kind of think about their own game, think about their own style uh, and try to identify as many of those different variables at the table as you can to help make the best estimations of of, of what you should be doing, like what strategy you should take.
0: Right. The Yeah, I, I agree. I'm I'm with you on that. It's interesting. It's all, you're more like the Bryn Kinney style. Like there's some guy like solvers and all that stuff's kind of cool, but it's a little intimidating. And you know, as long as you kind of have, you don't necessarily know how to need to know how to do solvers, but if you're able to look at some stuff, review hands, talk with people and then apply it, you know, cause like, you don't need to memorize every board text or every plot you're supposed to check raise. You start getting patterns, look at things and see people doing stuff in spots where maybe you're not thinking about it. Uh, You can sort of, uh, you know, learn a lot. And you don't have to be the one that goes diving down, solver world, which can be, yeah.
1: Yeah. You, you definitely need to learn that kind of stuff. You need, you need those fundamentals. Those are going to plug major leaks in your game, but you also got to learn how to deviate from them too. Uh, a good way to get the fundamentals. If you don't do it online though, like I've, I've been lucky enough to have like some really good friends who are really good at poker. Uh, you know, I, I've spoken some hands with, with my buddy, Jason uh, Mercier. i talked with Vanessa selves a lot about when I was coming up in poker and I was playing all these big tournaments, like, you know, they would definitely be like, no, you can't do that. That's terrible. No, no, no. That's an awful four bet spot. Like, you know, I, I would definitely like learn a lot of fundamentals from them. You know, so I, I don't want to say like, I just naturally came up with the best way to do it. You talk hands, right. You talk yeah. with people that play poker and you learn what you can. And then you, you share what knowledge you have uh, with them so that they can improve their games. Maybe, you know, like that's, that's the way the poker works, right? Like it's an information game, right? So you want to, you want to share that information with the people that, you know, you want to see do well. Right.
0: Exactly. I, I agree completely. And again, we could spend a lot of time just on your career. I do want to touch on two things, your deep, what what you think has been your deep runs in the main event. And I do want to get some questions in. So you've had a 45th and I believe, uh, I forget, was it before, or after you got 45th, which is like final, what, five tables of nine. Uh, and then I think you had another, what, you got like fifth. The next year I got 75th maybe. Okay. So you've gone super deep in the main a uh, few times. And then you also won the um, tournament champions, which is pretty cool for 460. The live, uh, all the WPT champions are invited, and then it's 15k buy-in, and you took that down. Uh, so that that was pretty sweet. And I guess just real quick before we take a few questions, tell me about the, the winning the WPD champions. How, how cool was that? And how? What other six have you gone deep in that one before? Do you play that every year?
1: That was my third. Yeah, that was my third time playing it. I never got past day two. Um, never made the money. And then that year, I. I had it, man. I I was, I was tapped in. Uh, and I, you know, I, I'm going to attribute all of it to, uh, that February I was overseas. I went to Australia in January. I was playing the Aussie millions. Didn't do well. And then I I was, you know, I was launching this business. I I had a lot on my plate. I was really stressed out. Uh, and I just said to myself, like, I got to get away, you know, I got to get out of here for a little bit. So I ended up, um, going to Thailand for like two months, just on my own. I, I met up with some friends there, but like for the most part, I just want, I wanted to go on my own. I wanted to learn though. I don't want to just like sit on a beach. So I, uh, I got certified for scuba diving and then I went to a, a yoga retreat, uh, and just like learned yoga and what it did for like my mental state and like my own balance and just like my own, like stress management was amazing. And I hadn't even talked about poker for months, <laughs> Uh didn't think about poker at all. And then I came home and, uh and I was just like, all right, well, you know, I guess I'll just like play the WPT main. It's going to be in Vegas. Like, it sounds pretty sweet. Like, or the, the WPT tournament of champions. Like, let me, let me just jump in there. Um, And I was tapped in, man. Like I, I wasn't brushed up on my poker strategy. I wasn't like playing a lot, but I think that was a good thing. Right. Like I was excited to be there. Like day one, I'm playing. I got like Eric Seidel sitting on my left. Like, this is like, my poker idol, right? Like Eric Eric Seidel is just like this like New York guy. He's just like very humble, and he just plays like incredible poker. He's been like playing great for forever. And uh, I'm just like playing with Eric Seidel, and like I got Danny Alai. I just busted Danny Alai in the power. where I flopped two pair against his kings and got it all in with him. Um, I, I just got all these like monster like like WPT legends that I'm playing, and I'm just like I'm just like tapped in. I'm I'm pumped up, man. Like I w- I want to win this thing. Um, and then the cards fell my way. Like I, I I got really lucky, of course, in any tournament, you got to get lucky. And, uh, the next thing, you know, I'm just, uh, I won the tournament of champions. I I wasn't even planning on playing it like two weeks prior. And then I I just shipped it. And I I think I owe it all to like my mental, like stability, like just like that common collected, uh, mindset. Right. I think that's like even more important than like, just like cramming poker strategy into your head is just like making sure that when you show up that you're, you're ready
0: Right. Yeah. It's And it's looking at this list here. Pretty, pretty sick. Final table actually be podcast guests, uh, second and third podcast guests and seventh. A lot of podcast guests on that list there that you uh, you took down. Matas uh, has had some great results and Darren Elias, the most WPTs ever. Um, I remember there's some crazy hands. I think you like got it in behind and ahead and there was like coolers and some Queens, of Kings and crazy stuff. Right. I mean, there was a lot of a lot going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We we're both under, under 40 bigs, uh, three-handed Darren and I, and I had Jack's and he had Queens. Uh, I, we're both way ahead of the other one's ranges in that spot and we got it in and, and I, I came out on top, you know, might as well be aces to Kings in that situation. Cause no one's folding. And, uh, I got really fortunate to win that. And then I had a, a nice chip lead
0: and, uh, and it worked out. That I, I won the event. Very, very cool. All right. Well, I do want to take a little bit of time here on the podcast, and we're gonna do this Twitter giveaway uh, as well. And actually, while I'm I'm gonna read through a few of these questions on what to choose, I did see Pappy Winkle 23 in the chat. What's up, man? Pappy. Yeah, there he is. He's you asking hanging out. out on
1: the poker rhythm stream the other day, Pappy. Shout out. It was there good to see you there. Tuesdays, 4 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. I gotta plug it, Jeff. I'm sorry. Tuesdays oh, 4 p.m. Eastern, a new episode of Poker Rhythm. I'll be commentating it live. Come hang out with us, please. We could definitely use the support. Do it. It's four p.m. Eastern.
0: I endorse that message. So poker rhythm. Check it out. It's pretty, pretty freaking cool. You guys can go and sign up, watch, or play, uh, and then it gives the information there as well in the Twitch stream. And you can kind of find everything there. Poker rhythm. Uh, tricky with the, the spelling. Cheeky. The R plays on both sides, so be careful when you're poker reporting. algorithm. Exactly. I say,
1: I'm impressed with your uh, your podcast. I guess 116 episodes. You got good practice, but I just I see just like you got the visuals, you got the the us on the side. You, you know, you're showing the site. You're doing like, thank you, dude. I'm yeah. so happy that you had me on here.
0: Yeah, this has been this has definitely been been fun to to re go down memory lane. Uh, It's not a hobby. We like to say that, Waxman. It's this not a hobby. Not a hobby. That's a you're that's a pro, man. I can tell. I, like, I'm I'm impressed well we're we'll see what well, we're, we're we're on our waxing you know you're buttering me up today with the michigan shirt and the whole deal but i'll take it i'll take i like compliments i really do um I'm being right, genuine, but, man i'm not buttering you up like you, you i know, know i know and that's, that's that butter doesn't mean that it's not good that's not doesn't mean it's, it's like real a butter. it's real butter this is what i'm saying so all right we got i can't believe it's not butter yeah i gotta do you own any wax companies i know it's a, it's kind of a joke but like do you what do you what about wax cards do you do in wax breaking wax i gotta ask you about sports cards you know i'm, I'm
1: not doing the cards. cards i'm not uh yeah. i used to have a ton i think i got a reggie jackson rookie card i don't know maybe maybe i gotta have you like evaluate that for, grade it you gotta grade it for me just send
0: it over the um, Well, but we'll it
1: but bro i uh you, you got me thinking maybe i should start like a crown company or something you know you could,
0: there's you got something you should the, the name is too strong not to to play play on it you you went i like poker rhythm though too I, I
1: grew up on candlewood drive
0: this is all right this is just not i'm trying to think I'm about that i'm just saying that's a true thing that's a lot. I got to save time for the giveaway. We're giving away a $55 ticket. Get your questions in, get them in now. Again, Matt, hopefully can read through some of these and maybe answer some. Hopefully we'll get to do a couple more here as well. But uh, I want to ask you from, from great bluff. Mary, what advice do you have for longtime recreational players who want to get better? Great bluff. Mary. She's a very strong player. She hit the big game on party for a big score. She's uh, she's really had a big COVID uh congratulations mary that's
1: awesome uh what advice do i have for players that want to get better um hours volume get get that practice and the more you do it the better you get um there's tons of resources you know you could you could see a lot of stuff but i'm not just going to cap it at like charts or um strategy videos like watch poker watch live poker and look at people's faces People
0: don't use that. Like, look at what people look like when they're bluffing. How look the, they how look- got a mask on at the tournament? What do you do?
1: Well, don't worry. Like, give give us a year. We'll be out of this thing, you know?
0: Um It makes, yeah. How big, how, do, you, do you think, like, Wayne, sunglasses and a mask, though? It's tough, though, right? Like, it, you don't, you like the lie? Like, that would, you You pray on. Uh,
1: I have like, so many mouth toes, Jeff. I can't explain to you how many mouth toes I have. That's why I'm not playing, actually. Uh I can't get that value. When, when I see that little. A little a little twitch in the mouth. I know be, I just know, and I can't get that. So, like, I'm I can't win. I basically can't win. I'm giving money away. If I got to do poker fundamentals, I don't have a chance, right?
0: It's actually, yeah, it's, uh, it 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 is interesting. The mask <laughs> deal. I think people that might that might just be like that could stick around for a while. Um, yeah, that that's uh, that's true. All right, I got to ask you uh, from Chris Robinson here, a long-time supporter. He is saying what was harder to accomplish, winning WSOP bracelet or? becoming CEO of your company. is a great question.
1: Um, Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Chris. Um, Actually becoming a CEO of a company is easy, right? You just gotta, you just gotta start the company and then just tell your people you're the CEO of it. Right. But it's actually being a good CEO, which I don't even think I am yet. You know, I'm learning this um, for sure. That's the hard part. And, and yeah, uh business is so tough i have so much respect for like all these business people that i know now when you realize like how much hard work goes into this um i I can't wait to the days to the the time that i get to just go back to just playing poker like i'm excited for that like just focusing on poker like i thought i had it tough before um no like i'm I'm looking forward to being able to, to do that again but but business on the other hand Uh, that's tough, man. So I would definitely say being a a CEO, being a good CEO, right? Like you could be a CEO if you want just incorporate a company, but like, but being good at it, like doing a good job, making sure that you, you get people, uh, surrounding you that are going to support you and, and share your intentions and, and just like doing it right. Like that's, that's, it's so hard and I'm learning, you know, for me, I'm learning. So,
0: so Yeah. It's it's a lot of work, man. I know how much time and effort you're putting into it, and that it's uh, it's a process, right? Because it's like you have your vision, you know what you want to do, and then you start realizing, well, it depends on. It's not all about you. You got to have a good team. You got to have good people that are that are in, in aligned. And you got to be a good leader. You
1: got you got to inspire people to want to do a good job for the for the company, right? You you need to work together, and and it's so hard. If you're in poker, you just show up and you you just take everyone's chips. It's easy, right? But when you have to like create a team and, and get them motivated to, to do a great job, organize it all. Uh, that that's really tough. So, um, I'm learning like anything, you know, just like poker, you know, I've only been a CEO for a few years. I've done poker 18 years. Right. So like, uh, hopefully I'll get the hang of this thing and, and, and we'll have a great poker product for people to, to come play and watch.
0: That's awesome. And, and, uh, let's do a couple more here before we do this ticket. Uh, do you support any football team? What's your, what's your club team?
1: uh so football euro football or football american Both. all right well my, my boy josh got me on chelsea right so I'm, I'm a big chelsea fan uh when it comes to the premier league and you know they haven't been as great as they were like a few years ago but but i'm not a big chelsea fan i, I should let me just say I, I don't like follow the games a ton but when i do watch chelsea's my team okay that's what i should say i got a chelsea jersey i went to chelsea liverpool over in uh in england uk i don't know whatever is the right way to say it yeah um and then for and then for american football uh, <laughs> unfortunately I'm a, I'm a very loyal jets fan uh we didn't have a good year but uh that's my team i was born in princeton new jersey my dad's a jets fan i'm a jets fan jets 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 Jets. that's my squad i'm sticking with them we finally got a good coach i think we got a good coach now so uh I'm looking forward to the next season, you know, I'm, I, I am.
0: It's always in the, yeah, they're always, it's always close. All right, let's do uh last one. Which was more meaningful, WSOP or WPT? <sighs> Tough choices, Matt. This isn't a layup podcast. You gotta, you gotta put, you gotta, you gotta make some picks here, man.
1: Yo, WPT is my brand. Okay. I love the WPT. Adam Pliska, incredible CEO, big role model for me. Um, and WPT takes care of their players. Like I love their product, their brand. Like th- this is a prestigious title that you can win. I love the WPT. Um, and the World Series has been a joke. I gotta say it. World Series, you guys have been letting us down. You got a watered down brand, and they get to be on ESPN. Like ESPN is the network to be on, and that's why they're so great because they everyone sees them on ESPN. But but World Series has just been a, a huge disappointment, and it, it's very clear that they care more about just like that profit you can't blame a company for being wanting a profit but like they, they haven't been doing a good job um but as far as winning the title like my wpt's i kind of just had a big chip lead and, and like the heads-ups were like pretty short so like um winning winning them wasn't like as big of a relief whereas like when i won when i won my world series against eric baldwin like i was i've never been so tired in my life not even at like a poker table i just mean in my life my brain was on fumes like short circuits i remember i was with you like the br- last break we had before i won and i'm like dude i need some energy and, and we got you bought me a, a orange gatorade and a pack of almonds uh you got it for me and i, and I cool. just like ate the almonds and, and just like drank some gatorade and i was like all right good this will give me some brain brain energy and um and i'm telling you after i won that world series it was just like whoo
0: that was, and we had, was, had
1: such a we had like hundreds of people. It wasn't even the the Thunderdome. Like everyone man, I knew from yeah, Florida was there. I had so many friends there. Uh, and then the the TD gave me the mic. I couldn't even put a sentence together. And he gave me the microphone. I'd never seen him do this. He's like, Matt, I don't normally do this, but this was a heads up battle. Why don't you say something to the fans? And I was just like,
0: I'm happy. I'm like, not, yeah, this is good. Yeah. That, that, uh, that almond Gatorade combo is supposed to be a secret, but that's fine. This is the podcast. It's all friends and, and family and, uh, people that we really want to support and, and grow the the game in their best. So that's okay. Thank you for sharing that. And Matt, we are going to give a ticket away. So I got to go up here. If you guys want to answer a question, you can do that. You can ask it. I'm going to copy this. Look at this nice little tool. I'm going to have to get, bring you in on this. The grid gaming tool. This is uh this is this is a little bit a little bit of a secret, but this is how you do good Twitter giveaways, okay, Matt. So I would recommend Ooh. get some giveaways going. So let's fetch this data. I'm gonna let you go ahead and choose the winner, but I'm gonna get you teed up for it. So one winner, uh, blah 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 do all this, create content. this is not this is not easy. This is like uh, this is serious stuff going on. So we gotta download these retweets, 113 eligible winners. Wow, the bots gets rid of the bots. It does like this, this thing. This is serious stuff. So no one's just picking up 55 in the street. So now it's down to one-twelve. looks like there was one fake person in there. We're going to go ahead and I'm going to let you choose a winner. So you tell me when someone can, can I,
1: can I give away some seats for poker? If I pay you some money for some party seats, can I give poker rhythm watchers uh, some seats? Wow.
0: That's interesting. Uh, we could, we could do that. I think we could figure that out. It's going to be, that's All a great right. idea, but let's Later start conversation. You, but
1: I, I think I'd like to do that for the poker rhythm them fans. Uh, okay. And just give them some some feedback for helping helping promote us, helping us get the name out there, right? I love it.
0: Um, good. Well, do you tell me when, and I'm gonna pick this first 55 winner. You want me to close my eyes? You could. Do that. I've never seen that done before. It's gotta. It has got it can not hurt. All right. Tell me what. What do I do? Just you say sure when. I'm on, Go. Boom. So winner is being chosen. I'm sure someone's winning right now. This is loading up a 50. Let's go. Look at this guy. His name's Lucky in his name, and he just binks a 55 ticket. This I guy's name really is Lucky Chuck. I mean, that's just crazy. Look at this guy. He just been, He's never won before. Uh, congrats. What is your – oh, you can see what I'm writing. Party for a in I Usually it's cut off at the bottom. All right, so that's that. That guy's in there, and that's a $55 ticket. Wax, I would uh-huh. love to have you do more giveaways. I have actually commentary for the WPT 3200 Montreal via online today. I, I got to think about what we could give away, but maybe on a, when I come on a Poker Rhythm Broadcast we could do some of that. Are you are we gonna get you on the show? I would like that. I think you know I'm all right. Uh, yeah. usually
1: we just have players who played, but I if we could get a JG guest appearance, I would love
0: that. That seems that seems like that would be very, very doable. When it's Tuesdays. Tuesdays, four PM Eastern. For how long? Uh the stream lasts about, like a little over
1: two hours usually. Nice. Okay. But there's pre production, Jeff. This ain't no joke, man. We gotta I we see gotta make sure your man. mic's good. We gotta I make gotta sure you to your camera's good. Box
0: he's doing it i gotta get ronnie on the show too man whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. that's the easter egg no one's supposed to know that i don't tell people that
0: oh is that what that was all right I well we gave
1: away, gave away a real secret a poker rhythm easter egg secret
0: we just gave a few secrets we each gave one for one eye for an eye well in, in wow. the meantime matt we are going to ride off into the sunset if you can get on twitter and answer some questions if you see any that you feel you like you look at that look at that focus number 116 in the books there it is and you know there's a lot of questions we do appreciate it. I'm seeing it. And you know, someone just, he just binked a 55 ticket. Matt can go through and, and maybe answer a few more. We covered a few. And also Matt, we have all the makings of a repeat podcast guest. So we could save some of these for later. We could cover other stuff. And we, we, we didn't even get to cover everything, but we covered a lot and poker rhythm is, is out. It's there. Go to the website, check it out. Sub
1: to our YouTube, follow our Twitch.
0: There it is. See you on
1: Tuesdays.
0: Yes. See you on Tuesdays uh that's uh interesting thing we'll be back 185 look at this get them hit the subscribe button just smash it beta, in there.
1: beta before the rankings become official get in the discord just get in there talk to some of our pros from the show
0: you got to do it seriously support waxman support poker rhythm i love the concept love the idea let's help them make it a big success
1: somebody listening to this podcast to be the one drafted onto one of the teams we're gonna have eight people one drafted for each team I want somebody listening to this podcast right now to be one of them, at least one of them.
0: Guys, please do that. Say hello in the chat, leave a comment, let them know that you're there from, from the podcast. And Matt, we'll see you for a dinner when we're back in Florida and social distancing and all that. And i uh, put There's it down and, and, and we got a double date. We're going to have it. You all, right. all right. Cheers yeah. guys. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Hey, absolutely, bro. Thank you so much. Matt Waxman, number 116 in the book. We got more podcasts coming up and Poker Rhythm Tuesdays. Catch it live on Twitch and then YouTube. They got a channel. Give them love. We'll see Matt soon and uh, appreciate you guys. I'm going live on WPT commentary for Party Poker on the Twitch channel in about 20 minutes. So I'll see you guys over there. And, and thanks again for watching. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.